Vision and Learning: How Vision Affects Your Child's Ability to Learn. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Braille Institute of America. Vision is arguably one of the most important senses that one may be blessed with. We use vision when we look at a person's face and identify who it is. We use vision to make certain that we can cross the street safely without getting hit by a car. We use vision when we drive, and we also use our vision when we read and write. Children must have strong visual skills in order to achieve maximally at school. Children who have vision problems often have difficulty with learning to read, learning to write, understanding mathematical concepts, as well as other types of concepts in school. Unfortunately, one in every five children has an undetected vision problem that may affect their academic performance. Well, how do we know if a student has the visual skills that are needed to perform reading, writing, and schoolwork? Is it sufficient to simply have 20/20 eyesight, or to have one's vision screened at the pediatrician's office or at the school nurse's office? The answer to that is absolutely no. The way that most children's vision is examined is with the Snellen letter chart. This is a test where a child will simply cover one eye and look at a chart that's held 20 feet away. The letters are completely black on a white background, and the child is asked to read the smallest letter possible. If a child is able to read one of the smaller lines of letters that are about three eighths of an inch in height, that child is said to have 20/20 eyesight with one eye. However, the only thing that this test tells us is whether or not a child can read a letter that is small from a distance of 20 feet. It tells us nothing about whether the child could focus clearly and see the print on his or her book. It tells us nothing as to whether or not a child could move the eye from left to right in a reading pattern. And it also tells us nothing about whether the child is able to use both eyes together as a team. Many times. A child may have difficulty coordinating the two eyes together, and they may see double vision. In other cases, a child may have one eye that sees more clearly than the other, so it looks as though there's a ghost image over the print. Other times, a child may not be able to move the eyes steadily from one target to another, so the letters and the words on the page appear to move. So the Snellen eye chart is not sufficient, and parents should not be under the false sense of security that simply because a child could see a jet flying in the sky, or a small bird in the tree, or able to see a small detailed object that's way down the road, that does not mean that a child has the visual skills needed for reading, writing, and schoolwork. It only tells us that a child has great distant sight. Now, what are the skills that are important and necessary for reading and academic activities? The first thing is that it's very important that a child has the ability to focus clearly and comfortably when they're looking at their books and other types of academic materials. Many children are far-sighted. When a child is far-sighted, this simply means that the eyes are best suited to look at things 50 feet and further. But when a child is looking at a book at 12 to 14 inches away, the eye muscles must exert a lot of effort in order to focus clearly. 
If a child cannot see the print clearly, he or she is going to have difficulties with confusing numbers, letters, and words that appear similar. They may become tired after reading for short periods of time. You may notice that their eyes become red, or they tend to rub their eyes, or other times a child may then bring closer to the book to try to magnify the text. But by bringing the book closer, it does magnify it, but it actually makes the eye muscles have to work harder. Another important skill, in addition to seeing clearly at this distance, is comfort. There are tests that doctors can perform to see how strong is that muscle. In other words, there are some children who might be able to read newspaper print or even telephone book size print very clearly, but they may only be able to do this for a period of 30 to 60 seconds. The muscle must be able to sustain that type of clear focus. Children who have these types of difficulties, again, often become very tired. As a result, these children can be fit with a pair of reading glasses that they only wear for reading, and this can improve their visual comfort and stamina. In other cases, if a child has a weak focusing muscle, there are exercises that a child can perform. These exercises can strengthen that focusing muscle to help a child to focus more clearly for longer periods of time. Another very important skill that's necessary for reading is the child must be able to coordinate the two eyes together as a team. We know that as many as 4% of all children have difficulty with coordinating the two eyes together. They have a condition called strabismus in which the eyes will either cross or turn outward. When a child has a crossed or a turned eye, they may often see double vision. When they see double vision, that makes it very difficult to see clearly to be able to read, to write, or to copy from the board. Strabismus can also affect a child's depth reception and affect their sports performance at school. But some children may also have a more mild case of eye coordination problem. Their eyes may have a tendency to cross or a tendency to drift outward, and these children may often become very tired when they're reading. One of the more common types of conditions is called convergence insufficiency. When a child reads, the two eyes must both point at the same word. Now, many times children are not able to coordinate their eyes in this manner, and this could again cause these children to lose their place. The words may appear to jump, or they may even shake as they're reading from one place to another. There are glasses that can be prescribed to help children with these types of problems, and there is, again, convergence eye exercises that can improve the convergence skills. For the child who has a misaligned eye, they may often benefit from having eye muscle surgery performed by an ophthalmologist to straighten the eyes. Tracking is a very important skill that can help a child to read more quickly as well as more accurately. Tracking is a layperson term that simply means that the child must move the eyes from one letter or one word to the next in a precise manner. When children skip or omit or lose their place when they're reading, they often have a tracking eye movement problem. These tracking eye movements can cause them to skip and omit words as they're reading, and it could also affect the manner that they decode or try to sound out words. By skipping over some of the letters, they may not see a syllable, and as a result, they pronounce the word completely wrong. So exercises can also be very helpful in developing tracking eye movement skills. In addition to these types of eye musculature types of functions, the child must also have normal processing within the visual centers of the brain. The entire back portion of the brain is called the occipital lobe of the brain, and this is where a lot of the visual perception occurs. 
Visual perception is something that is learned and developed. So it's very common that a four or a five-year-old will not be able to write letters in the correct order. They might write them backwards. They might transpose numbers, or they may also have other difficulties. But if a child is seven and a half to eight years of age and they continue to have problems with reversing letters, writing things backwards, or when they read, they go from right to left. This is a major sign of a visual perception problem. Other times, children who have visual perception problems will have difficulties with printing, drawing, and writing, or they may have difficulties with trying to duplicate what the teacher asks them to do in their arts and crafts projects or in their science projects at school. So overall, it's important to understand that vision is much, much more than just 20-20 eyesight. Children who have undetected vision problems, such as farsightedness, focusing problems, eye coordination problems, left-to-right tracking problems, and visual perception problems often have significant difficulties with performing their reading, writing, mathematics, and their schoolwork. These are often the children who are very bright, but they simply don't do well at school. The reason for that is as they have the opportunity to do things orally or verbally, they could explain things extremely well. But if they have to try to read it or write it on paper, this is where they have difficulties. For this reason, it's very important that all children have more than just the basic eye examination that asks them to check their distant sight with a Snellen chart. The child must have a complete visual evaluation that's going to look at how well does the child focus close. How well can the child maintain a clear focus when reading? Can the child track and move the eyes from left to right? Do the two eyes coordinate well together as a team? Are the eyes able to shift from the book to the chalkboard and back and forth for extended periods of time? And also, how does this child process visual information? What are the visual perception skills? For a complete evaluation, you might have to see an optometrist or an ophthalmologist who performs these specialized tests. So when you do call a pediatric eye doctor's office, you want to ask if they are going to perform these additional tests. To find more about where you could find doctors who do specialize in this, you can contact the College of Optometrists and Vision Development at www.covd.org, the American Optometric Association at www.aoa.org, and the American Academy of Ophthalmology at www.aao.org. I hope this information is helpful, and I hope that you will have all of your students and children have a complete functional vision assessment.